2: That's up to 25 percent off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast
0: are we ready friends
1: oh wait, are, wait. are we doing a countdown
0: yeah I'll do it <laughs> right. three two one it's showtime oh my god I love it look at us we're Hello adorable plebians. Ah, you did go with the... I
1: did go with the...
0: I love it. Oh, and the glass of wine. See, all I have is this. Truly. I couldn't think of an appropriate beverage. Yeah, I, did,
1: I did grab my last podcast
0: glass, because it is, you know. Hell yes. Yeah. We do love to see it. Oh, this is so exciting. Oh, I love Halloween. I think I've said that every single episode for the past, like, Three weeks. Perhaps. Possible. (laughs) Very possible indeed. So do we have any um, fun things we'd like to say about Halloween or about anything? (gasps) Entirely coincidentally, I have this Waldo Funko Pop on my desk. Oh, I actually, (laughs) I ordered a new Funko Pop and it arrived today. Let Let me grab it for you. Technically, this is a Wenda costume, so this is like... I don't know what the relationship between Waldo and Wenda is supposed to be. Like, are they dating? Are they siblings? I don't
1: know.
0: Ah! <laughs> I couldn't read the package at first.
1: I don't <laughs> either, but I like it.
0: Uh, it's Luke Spiller. It's the guy yeah. from the struts.
1: <laughs> I See, saw here's the thing. That
0: existed, and I had to have it for myself. <laughs> Ooh, there he goes. He's so tough, maybe I don't know how he stands. What's the thing? Do tell.
1: No, like, Luke Spiller might be cool. He might be a badass. But has he ever crossed the Rubicon without even asking the Senate's permission? No, he hasn't. I think
0: not. Oh, look at you with the snacks!
1: Literally stopped the market. I was like, hang on, I got some, like, second wind motion.
0: I love that so much. I love to see- I love to see what the Reminds me of being at Comic-Con. Anyway. <laughs> do we wanna hop right in, or do we have any other fun thoughts that we would like to share before we begin? No, nope. Forgot to put on my Halloween socks. I was going to. I have socks that say, Trick-or-treat, smell my feet. I love it! I'm just wearing- yeah, actually, I don't have any fun Halloween socks on right now, even though I do have them. Oh well, thus is life. So I guess we'll start with a question provided by Dr. Brooks here. Would you like to read what you would you like to share with the class? Oh, that was mine? The first one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. <laughs> Doing great. I, I, don't know. I, I feel like this one isn't going to be very controversial, but the question being whether clowns are considered funny or scary. I really think Sorry. it depends. I don't get the whole thing where people are like, clowns are scary under any circumstance. They creep me out, man. <laughs> Doesn't I matter. Think...
1: I think clowns are scary, but in the way that, like, Jaws is scary. More like, yeah, kind of, but also they're just funny. See? I don't know. I don't, don't get... have a pretty... I get the fear. Right, that, because
0: you yeah, can't I mean, tell. I I get it. I've read, <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: I've read but... it. It's not even that. Like, even before I was aware of like it as a as a book in the film and everything. Like, there's something to me about an adult who enjoys just caking on makeup and wearing ridiculously large shoes and ridiculous outfits and like hanging out with children. Okay, but. yeah, well, when you put it like that,
2: yeah.
0: it feels weird to me. And, I mean, I guess the whole John Wayne Gacy thing really has kind of soured the, the notion of the clown as yeah. a child's entertainer. Yes. Pogo the Clown. That is my concept of a clown. Yeah, um, oh my god, do you, do you remember when Suni Geneseo went into clown lockdown?
1: Oh, I forgot, oh my god, I forgot that that used to be a thing.
0: The no. the clowns wow. the clown sightings where they would just have like knives and stuff. I mean I remember that being a thing. I remember it being a thing at Geneseo. Oh yeah, no. It was like it was well after like actual like class time for the day. It was like sometime in like it was oh I think it was almost like eleven o'clock at night, but I was a oh. freshman and this email went out. It was like, uh yeah, there's a clown with a knife over on South Side. Don't go outside. Huh, maybe they didn't email the faculty. Yeah, I don't see why they would. So that happened, but I don't understand why we didn't just do what they did. at, Like, I think I want to say it was U Penn or something where they spotted a like a knife clown on campus, and all of the students like armed themselves and ran him off and like ran him off the premises. Why didn't we do that? That would be very Night Stalker esque, like just baseball bats got caught. Oh yeah. Attacked by a mob. Love that story. Indeed. But yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know why that didn't happen. I think that would have been a much more fun conclusion to the story. Mhm. But yeah, I mean, I personally don't get the clowns are scary under any circumstance. But a lot of the times, they most certainly can be. Like again, Stephen King's It. Sometimes they're holding knives i don't care for that
1: and 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 i don't care for that shit at all i don't care but okay (laughs) but Uh... but wouldn't anything be scary if it was holding a knife
0: well i mean i don't think i'm scary when i'm holding a knife
1: (laughs) well no but like it depends on how like i don't know I, I like mean, if, if there's did...
0: a lot of things, they are going to move into the scary territory if they are wielding a I... knife at me.
1: Can I just say this? Yes. I am personally terrified of knives.
0: Do tell. Like, is, is there just any... Oh, yeah. Better watch <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm barely just going to try to shoehorn shunhor- in as many ser- serial killer references as I can. Um, but wasn't Good! That, like, Put that last podcast knowledge to use! Was it Gacy that killed his first victim because he was just holding a knife and he thought that he was going to kill him, but he was just making him breakfast? I think that was Gacy. Maybe? I can't remember when I listened to those episodes. I'm pretty sure that was Gacy. Um, and that was like... I think, actually, I think you're right, because I remember I was listening to that series... Um, in the lock house with my coworker, and it did the like, you know, thought it was gonna make him breakfast or whatever. And I did the, and then he ran into my knife. He ran into my knife 10 times from uh, Cell Block Tango. But a situation like that, he's just like, you know, a nice young fella making him breakfast, and he happened to be holding a knife, and he's like, well, I better kill this dude. And then yeah. I, I felt. If, if your solution is immediately murder yikes. Big yikes on that front. And I mean, I, you know, it's John Wayne Gacy we're talking about here, but, you know. It was his first murder, though, too. That was how he found out he liked it. Ooh, gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I won't uh, ex- elaborate on what made him realize he enjoyed it. <laughs> Just leave it at that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway moving but right still, along okay, he's, the clown. he's the killer clown so it, this is very it, appropriate um yeah i don't know i don't know that i would use the word scary for clowns i guess more creepy like in literally any context i find them creepy okay that's fair yeah i, mean, I don't find them creepy in every creepy context but they most certainly can be
1: i think the things that go against I don't know what you come to expect is unnerving. Like, if you had, like, a bowl of popcorn, but smelled like meat, like...
0: That's a Magnus make... Archives episode! Is it really? No, it just, it has the energy of a Magnus Archives episode. <laughs> yeah.
1: But, like, there's nothing inherently, um, um, toxic, like, to you about popcorn, and there's nothing inherently toxic to you about me, but you put them together, and, like... Yeah,
0: no, I do get that. I do get that. So, like,
1: yeah you have when you put together things that like you might be okay with them on their own but Combined yeah no
0: better. i get that i mean i think it's kind of like that sort of uncanny valley thing where it's like they don't look quite human but they're close enough that it's like weird for a lot of people i mean i get it also side note i really wish i had gotten setting like powder for this makeup instead of setting spray because i look so shiny but it's fine anyway i mean that's that uncanny valley thing is the same reason why i really for the most part don't like puppets interesting i had a friend who had a real issue with animatronics some puppets are okay but occasionally i just find them very unsettling
1: i'm not a big talking animal person
0: hmm I think that's, that's, the more realistic a puppet looks, the or, like, the more realistic it's trying to look, the creepier it gets. hmm Because, like... Like, Jim Henson stuff... I'm yeah. very much cool with that, even the ones that are supposed to be, like, people, because they're very, like... Like, the, like they're very cartoony sort of people. Yeah. Well, I don't know that that necessarily holds, because... I used to work for this talent agency in Chicago and they did like mostly like bands and comedians and stuff for college but they would also represent kind of like entertainment that people would hire on a local basis so like you know for parties and stuff yeah. and we had these clients that were called those funny little people Interesting. and essentially what it is is they're people um, they dress like basically normal from the neck down just you know kind of cutesy costumes but then they have these giant heads. Giant heads. Um, Interesting. And to me, they're the stuff of nightmares. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why anybody pays for them to go to events. My colleagues used to mess with me by cutting up pictures of them out of, like, the flyers and stuff and putting them into my bag so that I would discover them when I went to, like, grab my lunch or something. That's kind of fantastic. I'm not gonna lie. awful. I hate them. Um, yeah, and so those aren't very realistic. So don't watch that movie Frank with Michael Fassbender. Oh, I haven't seen that, but I know what you mean. Because he's a guy with a giant papier-mâché head. Yeah.
1: So here's, like, a blast from the past. What about Harry Potter Puppet Pals? <sighs> and the, the ticking time bomb.
0: Good stuff. Or no, the,
1: the, the mysterious, mysterious ticking, ticking
0: noise. noise. I have no idea what you're talking about. age yeah I know yeah. it was made by someone who was like in his late 20s at the time okay and this was like a decade ago at least but, but like probably four kids and I was not
1: a kid at the time oh no it was definitely more than a decade ago like, I, I remember watching when I was in like third or fourth grade and then I have no idea how long it had been now prior to that
0: we're going to have to take a fun little trip down YouTube memory The thing that's weird to me about you not knowing that is that I was watching that at the same time. I was also watching, like, Charlie the Unicorn. I was in college. Yeah. So I wouldn't have been watching Harry <laughs> no, It's college. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, definitely wasn't aimed at, like, children exclusively. I'll tell you that. <laughs> i never heard of it. Definitely was not being watched in college. Everybody was watching Grey's Anatomy then. And that's still funny. not. But, you know, yeah, I have never watched a single episode of Grey's Anatomy in my life, and I don't plan on it. But that was what the people were watching. Um, we have a second question provided by you. Yeah. You're kind of killing it. <laughs> tell, tell the people. So, I feel like this is a very controversial question. I feel like people... This comes up every single year. Yeah, but there was a specific reason why I was thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Candy corn. Good or bad? Good when you first bite into it, and then yeah. bad by the time you're done with it.
1: Interesting. You know yeah. what I missed was, like, the pumpkins.
0: I don't like the pumpkins.
1: Oh, I love... I, I can't eat them anymore, but I love them when I could. Favorite part.
0: Yeah, no, like... The The top white section of, like, your average triangular candy corn, like, I always bite it off in, like, the color sections, because, like, duh. That I enjoy, but then as soon as I, like, bite off the second section, I'm like, why am I eating this? Or you could just put the whole thing in your mouth, because it's tiny. Yeah. It's not the same, though. It all tastes the same, it's just food coloring. It, but, like, it's different in my mind, and therefore it matters. <laughs> whole thing. I didn't even know this until recently when I was like, I don't know the answer to this, so I looked it up. It's supposed to be vanilla marshmallow flavor? Really? I thought yeah. it was just vague sugar flavor. See, that's what I thought, but no, and then once I read vanilla marshmallow, I was like, oh yeah, I guess it does taste like that, you know? But Now I might actually have to eat some candy corn to, like, fact check that for myself. Yeah, I haven't had regular candy corn in I don't know how long. But I feel like people... Always oh, say that it's uh like waxy or whatever. It is a little. Yeah. Like just consistency wise. The entire reason I have it right here and put it in the drawer so I didn't forget it. I got this s'mores candy corn. Interesting. Does it pass um, the s'mores um, flavor test for you? I love it so much. Okay, good. I got, it from, I got it from a small candy shop in Canandaigua. We love to see it. Um. And it is delicious. And it is not waxy. Interesting. That was, yeah, that was the first thing I said when I t- ate one of them. I was like, oh, so candy corn doesn't have to be waxy. So maybe it's just the mass-produced candy corn. Yeah. But it's actually, like, really good and really addictive. I've had it for two and a half weeks, so I don't know how I still have that much left. But That's impressive, uh, seeing as you just described right. it as addictive. Yeah. <laughs> well, I to
1: like.
0: Yeah, that's extremely, extremely impressive. Yeah, well, part of me, and there's not really a good reason for this, but part of me was intentionally trying to make it last, so I would have a visual aid for today. Although it Okay, doesn't you really know what? I admire your commitment. Yeah. I really do. I kept, I kept thinking, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to be able to do it. But, it but is. she did. Now we can support the local business. Sweet Expressions Candy Shop in Canada, England, New York. If you're around, <laughs> check them out. Some Free advertising product. for local businesses, baby. Yeah. They're wonderful there. We love to see it. Yeah, but I. Is that mm, the place we went in when we were in Canandaigua getting piercings together? Um, I. Maybe? I can't remember if we actually went in or not, because it is right down the street from the, the piercing shop. We definitely did go into a sort of bakery, candy shop type deal. We went in and out of a few places. Well, we went to that one bakery yes. where we got the chocolates. But this is on the other side of the street. So perhaps not. Anyway, yeah. um, yeah, I don't know. Again, I start eating candy corn, and I'm like, yeah. And then by the time I'm done, I'm like, why did I do this? What was the point? I feel about candy corn like the exact same way I feel about jelly beans at Easter, where it's like I want like five of them, and that's it. I want good for the year, yeah. <laughs> like. Um, sometimes my parents will get, you know, just assorted jelly beans, and I'll get one of each flavor, and I'm like, okay, that's all I wanted. Um, hot take, the black licorice jelly beans? Disgusting. Oh, wait. We finally agree. Okay, there we go. There we go. <laughs> and the Venn diagram becomes a circle once more. I don't dislike many things, but anise is one of those...
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: Yeah. Not nuts like, about it. Like, I'll eat it. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> There's nothing I won't eat. I just won't be happy about it, necessarily. I think it's... I'm, like, both impressed and terrified that you have no hard no, I will not put that in my mouth foods. Can't think of any. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, I do have a rule where I've decided to at least try not to branch into any new meats. Like... I know I'll never be a vegetarian, but at least I can not like try a meat I've never had before and start eating different. Animals. Oh, know. I've so done we're that. Bored, you know. Yeah, it's already too late for me. I've done that. Well, I mean, like if I've already eaten it, I'll keep eating it. But you know, there's um, it doesn't exist anymore. But there used to be a Belgian burger bar, um, cool. called Victoire. And every Wednesday, I believe it was, they had Wild Game Night, where they would have a meat of a different animal. Okay, that's, like, kind of cool, though. Yeah. Like, conceptually. conceptually. Yeah. It uh, got replaced by a German beer garden. Fun. Yeah, no, Hmm. uh, we had a very, growing up in my house, we only ever cooked, like, beef, chicken, pork. Like, that was pretty much it so then when i was studying abroad and they were like here's like there's like um there's this dish called plov and it's like rice vegetables meat good stuff but they had it with i think it was like veal or lamb or something and i tried it. i was like this is so good so see that's why i don't want to do that i don't want it to be good and then i now branched off into eating another animal i wish i didn't eat animals but least i can limit the animals that i eat i try not to feel too bad about it i don't know if that makes me a bad person
1: it's funny though because like in theory you could make the argument that eating whatever the meat is on wild game night would be more ethical because odds are that was just like hunted as compared to yeah it wasn't like
0: factory farmed
1: yeah so like you could in like i have no idea how they came about it but yeah if it's you a possibility. want to you can apply it to yourself yeah in terms of harm reduction
0: i mean i can't remember what the kind of thing I, they definitely had bison the one night i was there yeah. and they've had like you know gator meat and stuff like that yeah i feel I'll, like a lot of it probably is farmed
2: as much I as i do
0: have like hard no like tomatoes one of my hard noses we've established this multiple times here on the podcast but like i will try anything twice as long as it's not hard drugs there so my policy is just keep eating a thing until i learn to tolerate it and then i learn to like it like like i said i don't like anise really but I, if it's people are like hey i got this black licorice you want something like yeah sure i love candy i don't like that particular kind but maybe i'll learn <laughs> fair enough okay tolerance so now here's a fun topic which i'm really excited about because Um, At the time we're recording this, tomorrow begins my two-week break between uh, normal boat navigation season and maintenance season at the canal, so I'm planning on watching every single Halloween movie in existence, (laughs) because that's what we're talking about. We're talking about Halloween movies, and we're going to start with a particular subset, my favorite, horror movies. How do we feel about them? I love so that.
1: Is Is The Purge a horror movie? Is that series considered horror? I would a horror say movie? it
0: has horror elements. Okay. Consider it to be horror? I mean, kind of the point is to scare people. Yeah. That's the basic definition of horror. You do make a good point.
1: I oh, don't know. I was just thinking about that recently. I wasn't sure what genre would fall under.
0: To me, it's like any other genre that, like, it depends on if it's done well, you know? Yeah. Like, any genre can have good examples and bad examples. If it's actually, like, creative or interesting or different, Mm -hmm. sure. But if it's just your standard, let's just chase people around with an axe or a chainsaw or a knife, it's kind of like, eh. Yeah, I definitely want it to be, like, creative. Like, not that I have never enjoyed a more... I guess commercial as opposed to, like, real, like, art house cinema, like, horror movie. So, like, a you know, something you would see in, like, any old movie theater. Like, I enjoyed both of the insidious movies. They weren't necessarily the most groundbreaking things in the world. But the, the atmosphere was good. Had some good scares. Story was entertaining enough. I had a fun time. So, like, I also guess with I guess with horror, I'm also, like, as a huge horror fan, like, I'm willing to... I think because it's a genre that gets overlooked a lot or like kind of treated as like, I don't know, not taken as seriously as like, you know, just a straight up like drama, I'm willing to put up with a little bit more like some more flaws in the average horror film than I am with like something that's like super kind of well-established and well-respected as a genre, say like historical fiction or whatever like suggesting that you're not taking horror very seriously if you're like just like oh, it's not a big deal flaws i mean i do think it's a big deal and it really pisses me off that like um particularly with like the academy awards like the genre bias like horror films almost never get recognized and like if any anyone who's seen hereditary i've seen this opinion a lot in discussions of that movie like i think tony Collette should have won best actress for what she did in that movie because it was absolutely incredible So, like, that's the thing that pisses me off. But also, knowing that it hasn't, that horror as a genre hasn't been taken seriously by, like, the establishment for as long as some other genres. Uh, Like, you know, how they kind of split things into, like, musical versus comedy versus tragedy, like, the big, really wide categories. I will be a little bit more forgiving. I don't know, and again, just because I like it, and I feel like the ratio of, like, you know, number of horror movies that come out per year versus the number of just plain old dramas that come out per year, the pickings are, are much slimmer in that sense. So every now and again, I do have to lower my standards. Well, it's a genre, it just just isn't as broadly appealing. Like, pretty much everybody will watch a drama, but horror is This is forever. also very true.
2: And, like, I get it.
0: I under- like, I definitely do understand it not being broadly appealing, but it annoys me that as a result of that, it isn't taken seriously, but, like, or, like, it isn't as respected by mainstream filmmaking. Well, I mean, to be fair... I don't necessarily respect mainstream filmmaking, so. Okay, yeah, same. Like, I definitely have some major issues with, like, you know, film as an establishment. But also, like, as much as, uh, I put it like this, like, sometimes the, you know, Academy Award nominations for, like, Best Picture have really pissed me off. But also, they don't give you that for nothing. I guess. I don't know. This Whenever anyone um, tries to shit talk shape of water in front of me, I remind them that it was best picture and they don't just give that out for no reason. <laughs> we can get into that. We can get into the shape of water at a later date. But it's like it's but it's all opinion. It is all opinion. <laughs> I don't know. That's just one of my favorite movies, and it gets shit-talked a lot, and that's one of the only legs I have to Um, stand on. I didn't care for it. Okay. I was bored. Yeah. Okay. Rude. But we've also established that you're, like, you're, like, into monsters. Okay, fine. Just expose me on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I didn't use the term that you use, okay? I was being delicate. Okay, yeah, I kind of played myself there. Continue. yeah, you know, um, yeah um continue on what what were, what what are we doing? What's this? Um, either your opinions on horror movies, your opinions on mainstream filmmaking, or the thing you were yeah. about to say either about um the fact that I sometimes find characters that are supernatural attractive <gasps> or. pretty much anything else i think yeah yeah we're trying to trace our thread back a little bit um oh i've completely lost it but that's fine yeah i mean i know we we're on this question of how we feel about horror films but yes yeah oh right 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 yeah i mean so it really just depends on the quality of the horror film i don't seek them out just like i i don't seek them out in the way like i just feel like watching a horror film yeah it's more like i have those oh moments. i think the things it's like, I heard good things about this movie, and it happens to be a horror film, so I'm going to watch it because I want to see what, you know, why people are talking about it. That's fair. I have my moments of, like, like I'll watch, like, bad horror movies just, like, for funsies sometime, and I feel like that kind of applies to any genre. Sometimes you just watch a bad movie because it's fun, but, I mean, sometimes I'm like, yeah, I just want to watch something that, like, you know, it's just, like, it's a little creepy. Nothing that's gonna, like, you know, really unsettle me, but I'm just in the mood for a little- something a little spooky. So, again, Mm -hmm. I- I- I freaking love horror movies so much. I think they're so awesome. Definitely, at this time of year, they do feel appropriate. They feel very appropriate. But again, in general, I love them. And apparently, it's- actually, apparently, there's some kind of documented thing where, like, people with anxiety- at, like really like like scary movies. Like not every single person obviously, but like it is a trend that has been observed. Cause you know, if you're scared of everything all the time, why not direct it some direct it at something that makes sense? That's fair. So well there is research. Have at it. Yeah, no, <laughs> that this is what you bring to the table. <laughs> I'm actually teaching a class on horror in a couple of weeks. Um,
1: okay. Sorry, I mean, I'm going to lose this. This thing keeps falling off, and otherwise I'm just wearing a smock, so... Okay. Means,
0: um, there's not really, like, one clear answer regarding why people enjoy horror films, but one of the largely hypothesized reasons would be that it's a way to, like, master your fear over threats. So, like, being exposed to these scary situations like life-threatening situations uh but in a safe kind of environment and then also like feeling like you're overcoming them um I know by the the people triumphing or something like that or at least showing that you're not like freaking out (laughs) is a is a way for you to like master that sense of fear and often can be like a little bit of a like a self-esteem boost I dig it also Zach now you're a soccer player
1: I'm a soccer player
0: a different Ooh, costume, two costumes, yeah. costumes in one. Continue. Well, that was the basic idea. So, I think that connects maybe to people with anxiety a little bit, right? Because having a sense of mastery over fear, it do make me would, feel very nice. Yeah, so that might be part of what it is. I mean, there's I could name like six different theories as to why people enjoy horror. I love more it. More than that. But, um But that's just one of them that I thought of when you said anxiety. Primarily, it's a a sensation-seeking thing. Some people like strong emotional experiences, and some people don't. I do. As we established last episode. Um, Do we have any favorite horror movies that we would like to share with the class? Recommend to people?
1: Wait, okay. Because I've only seen... um, I can't count how many I've seen on one hand, but I've seen and I, as a horror aficionado, can I hear your thoughts on these? Yes. I'm actually curious. Okay. Children of the Corn.
0: Classic. It's cheesy as hell, but yeah. it is a fun time. Yeah. And I enjoy mm-hmm. that it is very obvious that everyone who was in that movie was having like having a really good time being in that movie.
1: Okay, that's fair.
0: And, like, it's it's, even if it's not, mm-hmm. like, you know giving like you know not only like, giving me nightmares scary like yep. i had fun watching it
1: yeah okay that's fair um cabin in the woods
0: i was about to say that's like one i of my haven't favorite seen cabin in, in the time. woods
1: i've seen a horror movie <laughs> <laughs> it
0: is one of my favorite movies of all time i was gonna mention the movie.
1: that's so funny that's like literally one of the well this I've is seen. gonna
0: be a squad activity well <laughs> like, I, I know it's, uh, you know, he's kind of cancelled now, but it is a Joss Whedon movie. Um, and so, but it has, you know, he, he might be a terrible person, but he does good work. He can't deny yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, and that movie is just amazing, and I won't tell you why. I've heard spoiler, very, but... very good things. And... Yeah i know people say it's on my list a lot but like i'm one of those people who has so many movies that i want to watch it is actually genuinely written on a list on my phone like it's there yeah that was going to be the first thing i said was kevin in the woods i like it that is i mean based on what i've heard the amount of people like having really good things to say about it i want to say quality choice
1: okay um i saw one purge movie i don't know where we kind of landed on that like quasi-horror. I would say
0: horror thriller. Definitely some elements.
1: Okay. I I saw one. It wasn't like the first one. Mm -hmm. I was in general, the Purge movies made me sad because there was really the opportunity. I'm sure that Brooks you have probably thought this too but like there was such a great opportunity to explore just like the human condition. Like hey, what would the world look like? Like that was like it could be a thought experiment. The whole series. Like, what happens if we let people go crazy? And then it was just, like, cheap horror and... Yeah. it's Kind of sad. They they threw away a cool idea.
0: But, I mean, again, sometimes that's what you're looking for.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I thought I saw one more, but maybe I didn't.
0: Fair enough. I'm, like, trying not to get, like, too... Not necessarily obscure... I never to... watched it, but they did have a Purge TV show. Did they? a so, couple like, seasons of it, so I'm wondering if they got more into it in the series. You know, okay. The, like, I remember explore. the third it was a movie, I think, was like...
1: Which one was that? ...very
0: explicitly, like, kind of politically themed. And that one oh, yeah. was the most interesting to me conceptually, because it felt the realest.
1: The one I watched was the election one. There was, like, somebody running who was, like, wanted to end the Purge, and then they were trying to get her, and it was a whole thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's that one felt the most plausible concept-wise, so that was the one that interested me most. And if I do get around to watching any of the Purge movies, that's honestly going to be the one I go for.
1: Yeah, that's fair. <sighs> there's, there's one more, and I know I'm going to think of it as soon as we end the podcast, but, you know. I mean, I cool.
0: can list a couple... <laughs> And if that see if that like jogs your memory or like relates to anything, uh, okay. But I can guess. (laughs) Do you want to? Do you want to take? Do you want to try? Well, no, Midsummer's gonna be one. Midsummer is up there. I do love that movie. I was gonna start with Eraserhead though. Oh. Just because that movie is a beautiful surrealist nightmare. I love it so much because I could spend so much time just thinking about that movie and like why the things that were put on screen were put on screen in the way that they are because I know like when you're on like when you're shooting something like a lot of stuff does kind of get made up as you go along like you know you're shooting and think oh wait what if we tried you know this angle over here and move this this and that around but even with that so much of that ended up so much of that movie ended up on screen on purpose. And I just the amount of time I could spend thinking about why, is insane. And also, I just I love David Lynch's sort of style, regardless of whatever kind of deeper meaning one might attach to that film. Like that, Hello, just... little baby boy. Oh no, <gasps> bad luck. the okay, Halloween cat. She's very scary. Nick, are you ready for Halloween? She might smuggle you to death. She's very scary. Oh, dangerous. She does try (laughs) to suffocate me by walking on my chest and putting her face on my face. Yeah, I... I guess I didn't guess that one because I don't really think of it as being horror. I don't know what... It's its own genre to me. Yeah, Eraserhead is a genre, period.
1: Yeah. Mm, (laughs) Um... I mean- Scary
0: dream logic. Okay.
1: A a guy-
0: a guy has a baby. And it's really fucked up. Uh, it's like a tiny monster.
1: Okay. Just
0: scary, surreal (laughs) vibes, my dude. (laughs) That's the best I got. It is- it, um, it defies description. Yeah, it really does. There's a lot- there's a lot to unpack with that one. Okay. A lot of long silences i enjoyed the way that uh marcus parks described it he was like it literally is like a nightmare just like hmm. played out on screen mm-hmm. yeah it does definitely feels like what you would dream because so little of it makes any kind well i mean like there is a vague linear story you can follow but like everything about it feels so especially in the sort of second act everything is so like disjointed and just unsettling but again mm-hmm. love it and also just the black and white cinematography beautiful That's the genre, unsettling. That is a good one. It is extremely, extremely unsettling. But again, one of my favorite movies. Does that mean there's something wrong with me? Quite possibly. But yeah, no. For, like... Because I really like the surrealist horror, so, like, Eraserhead's definitely top there. But for, like, things that just straight up... Again, as a person who seeks out, like sometimes extremely upsetting things to watch just because i like to make myself feel things um movie that just makes me feel bad but in a good way hereditary that movie is so upsetting and it's absolutely excellent and again tony cole i should have won best actress for that movie but that's not that's like another 30 minutes of me talking gonna be the other one i guess for you we watched both of those together, Midsummer and Hereditary. Yeah, back to back. That was yeah. a lot. Yeah, it was the same night. That was a lot. And I then
2: was the, year- for
0: High school For a horror movie that I get kind of like a little bit of genuine enjoyment out of, like actual, like, nice, Midsummer. And also, I just love Midsummer because 90% of it takes place in like you know brightly lit blue skies kind of dispels that feeling of like oh it's daytime so you're safe so you just never feel like like you can never let your guard down which is super cool and i do like a lot of the like horror classics so like the shining misery those are great freaking movies in my opinion Stephen king genre yeah i mean good stuff or like i mean i guess You could argue this is kind of horror-thriller, but, like, Silence of the Lambs, great movie. I'm a fan. Yeah. I don't think where I would put that, genre-wise. I feel like I don't have, um, like, a favorite horror movie, just because it's not a genre that I pay that much attention to to have a favorite. Fair enough. I love Cabin in the Woods, but honestly, I put that that more in the category of comedy.
1: Yeah, no, it, it was pretty funny. It was it was kind of slapstick, like.
0: Yeah. Or, I'm very interested to see this now. Yeah, it's um, it's almost like a parody of horror films. Yeah. And it has with like a twist, kind of.
1: Well, I I say yeah, as if I've seen many horror films and know what to compare it to. But <laughs> yeah. but but yeah. The, yeah. yeah. the tropes. Yeah. The
0: characters and all that. Yeah. Um. So I don't really have a favorite, but for some reason, when I think horror movies, for some reason, nobody I talked to has ever seen this movie. It came out when I was in, like, high school, so, like, early 2000s, um, called 13 Ghosts. I have heard of it. But, I haven't seen it. Yeah, it might be one of those, like, like kind of throwaway movies where, like, it comes out and then there's all this hype and then people see it and they're like, eh, and then everyone collectively forgets it. it happens. Um, but... And I don't know what it is, but for some reason, that movie creeped the hell out of me. And I still, like, cringe when I think about it. Even though, when I watched it later on, because I was, like, 15 when I first mm-hmm. saw it. When I watched it later on as an adult, I was like, man, it, it almost seems, like, a little bit cheesy. But it's still creeps I feel like me a out. lot of people have that experience where they watch something that's, like, not even, like, not a particularly intense horror film. But it's, like, the first time you ever go, like watch a scary movie on purpose when you're, like, 14 and it, like, yeah, makes true. a really lasting impression on you. Like, the first time I ever watched a horror like, it was at my, um, my childhood best friend who lives right across the street. We Her parents were out to dinner, so we ordered pizza, and we watched The Shining, and we were both, like, 13, 14, and, like, that is a great movie, but even, uh, but, like, now I don't find it, like, as, like, kind of, like, in-your-face scary as I just, like, unsettling, creepy, like, you know, everything's a little off. But, like, the way that movie has, like, has made such a lasting impression in my mind, we'll never forget that. Like, because that was the first time I, like, watched something scary, like, on purpose. Yeah. I did see 13 ghosts in theaters. And for some reason, there were particular ghosts, because there were 13 of them, you know? Obviously. But of the 13, there were a few that just, like, really got to me. Mm -hmm. Like, there was this guy that was covered in railroad spikes sticking out of him, and I still think about that sometimes, like... That's like some... I wonder if that was a reference to Phineas Gage. I don't know, Phineas Gage had the metal pole through his head. Yeah, it was a railroad spike that accidentally lobotomized him. It was just the one. This guy was covered. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if they were... They were inspired. Phineas Gage, it was a lead pipe. It wasn't a... A spike. Oh, really? It was a, it was, yeah, it was just a tube. Oh, well, I, I mean, I learned about it in grade school, so I most certainly could be misremembering. i read about Phineas Gage a lot. <laughs> I find it fascinating, man. Yeah, it uh. is pretty whack. Yeah. yeah so, um I mean, there's a whole story behind the ghost and how we got like that and everything, but of it course. came out around the same time as House on Haunted Hill, and that movie scared the living daylights out of me. I think the first time I ever actually saw a horror movie in a theater was when I went to go see Hereditary. Just because I didn't, like, I would never had uh, friends who were really into horror movies. And when I found, like, one person who was willing to go with me, like, one some like, the summer, when did that come out? It was, like, summer after my junior year of college or something. So I found, like, the one person who would be willing to go for me. I jumped right on that. And for anyone who's seen that movie, after it got out, I dropped her off and had to drive home by myself in the dark. And I didn't want to look in my rearview mirror. Oh, Oh, I've seen my earlier movie. Sips tea. I made
1: my sister watch Children of the Corn before she and my mom drove to Colorado through like three days worth of cornfields.
0: That's beautiful. (laughs) That's amazing. Thank you for sharing. Kids staying up late and watching some of those, like, older Stephen King movies, like Children of the Corn being one of them, Pet Cemetery, the original. I didn't watch the remake. I did not watch there. the remake, although the original Pet Cemetery. that is genuinely one of the scariest books I have ever read in my life. It is an excellent, oh, yeah. excellent book. Very I think the I have movie, one kind of annoyed me because the whole time I watched it I was just sitting there thinking about other ways to like like how I essentially how I personally would have redone the scenes to like make them more effective Mm -hmm. and I mean like that's incredibly arrogant sounding of of me because I know like I am by no means a professional filmmaker it was just the opinions of one person who minored in film studies in college but still when I was watching it I was like I have some ideas that maybe possibly would have creeped people out a little bit more. I don't know. Movies from what, like the 80s? Yeah, it's old. But also, Uh, just like, because the book, like, because I thought the book was so awesome, like, I really wanted the movie to, like, mess me up. Yeah. Disappointed. Yeah, I was like like many kids, I was a major bookworm. Like that was my whole life reading nonstop. Always had a book with me. Basically lived in the library in the summer. Um big mood. So like extreme bookworm, but for a long time all I read was like the classics. You know, I was reading like a lot of Mark Twain and Charles Dickens and stuff like that because I love the show Wishbone. Nice. But then I discovered Stephen King when I was in middle school. I love Stephen King. Proceeded to read, like, every book he wrote up to that point. Nice. And, uh, people thought I was weird. Oh, yeah. That's the whole point of that story. Actually, it's so funny. My uh, mom, um... Sorry, Zach, you can go. No, no,
1: no. no. Go ahead. And then, and then okay. I'll go
0: after So, um, yesterday when I was decorating um, out front for Halloween, we have this, like, little rubber skeleton. It's, like, yay big. And my mom told me that I, like, used to carry it around, like, a doll when I was a child and, like, put it in dresses. And just the more I look back on my childhood, I was, like, I was always into, like, creepy stuff as a kid. Like, I was huge on, like, the goosebumps and, like, all that stuff. I was, like, I don't know why any of this, like, like, I'm sometimes i'm like man it's sometimes i like wonder why i'm into this stuff i'm like i've always been like this like whether or not it like actively registered in my brain that i've always been like this i most certainly have been zach go ahead
1: you mentioned goosebumps and i got excited because i was like i know that one and i i read some of those growing up um
0: <laughs> Love no. those. good stuff
1: yeah no they it's so funny because there was like definitely a pattern to them where like the first chapter would end, and it was like ah, and then it was just like a false start or whatever. Yep. Like, that's always how it started. Um, I watched Get Out. That is a good movie. Looked it up, and it is horror slash thriller. Something counting it. Okay, yeah, we'll I, definitely I, count that. But that's definitely one of those ones that was that I feel like was meant to be like m- more unsettling than like yeah, some, like 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 that was. Like everything, like all the people, I you know, everyone's just a little bit off. Like that's a whole mm-hmm. plot of the story. Um, but it was it's been bothering me, and that's the one that I watched.
0: I did quite so. like Get Out. I also like the, the, first, um, it like the new one, the one where they're all kids. I like that movie a lot. It's very good. Thank I'll you. Watch the second one. Second one uh, worth watching because it concludes the story. But yeah. I definitely yeah. like the first one better. We watched the first one together. Oh, yeah. The- I forgot. We had a, a whole separate Halloween hangout. Love that. Yeah. Was it intentional?
1: Do you think they've made it intentional that the new It movie came out, was it 26 or 27 years after the first one?
0: I don't know if it was intentional, but.
1: Because, like, nice. it's. Like it, it, it definitely was. Like it lined up. So yeah,
0: no, it did. Line, it, I don't know if I really don't think it was intentional, but it did line up perfectly, which I was very yeah. much, as a person who had read the book. I was like,
1: yeah, <laughs>
0: nice. So yeah, but aside from horror movies, what are some of our favorite like just general Halloween movies? Hocus pocus. I was just gonna say that. Oh my god, I love Hocus Pocus. Uh-huh.
2: i'm just so 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 excited
0: because um i'm going to salem with my mom on friday and there's some of the like houses in salem where they filmed hocus pocus i'm really excited to see that but yeah um i love that movie so much it just uh in all of its 90s glory also queen (sighs) bet midler absolutely killing it oh man it's so good what a legend yeah, it's not Halloween until you've watched Hocus Focus, Correct. Which I will be doing very, very soon. Oh, no, I've already watched it this year. Hell Actually, yeah. We're going fully through, and then a couple minutes here and there. Oh my I remember I stole- when we were watching it together, you literally knew every single line verbatim. We watched that one too. <laughs> We watched a lot of Halloween movies that weekend. Like, that was the express point of us hanging out. Yeah, we made, made it through a lot, I guess. Yeah. That's a good one. It's so and quotable, I... too. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, now I'm thinking about the movie. As you um, should be. I always watch the Casper movie with nice. Christina Ricci. Also I don't think I've ever actually seen that one, like, the whole way through. I've seen bits and pieces. It's a lovely film. Very classic. It's yeah. got Eric Idle in it maybe I yeah. will be seeking that out this week. Yeah, I mean, he's not, like, one of the biggest roles. He's more of a side role, but, I mean, he's in he's it. there. So, yeah. And, you know, once you get a python in there, it's like, it's done deal. Yeah, pretty much. I will watch it. I don't care what it is. I love, love Corpse Bride, Nightmare Before Christmas. The Nightmare Before Christmas is particularly excellent because you can start watching it, like, midway through September and then not stop until December 25th. It's both Halloween and Christmas. I know. There's a lot rolled into one. You get a lot of mileage out of one movie. And it's an excellent movie, so, like, definitely not mad. But I do love you know, Cor- I do love Corpse Bride. That's a good one. You know, there's another one that I watched. And I can't think of uh, what it is at the moment. Oh, we watched this, and I it was more of a, like, nostalgia trip for me than it was for you, because this was a childhood well, yeah. favorite of mine scooby-doo and the witch's ghost i love this movie so much and it's like some cheesy ass direct to vhs scooby-doo movie from like 1999 or whatever but my sister and i have watched that without fail every single year for at least like 15 years running and also, Tim Curry does some phenomenal voice acting in that movie, and he, like, plays, like, his character is, like, a, like an off-brand Stephen King. It's fantastic. Yeah. Like, it's so, like, cheesy and corny and, like, you know, cartoony, because it is a freaking cartoon. But I watch it every year, and I have so much fun with it, so. I feel like Tim Curry is one of those actors where, oh, Tim Curry is in it? Well, I'm just gonna watch it. You don't have to tell me what it is, I'm just gonna watch it. Yep. Doesn't matter. It's gonna be good. It's got Tim Curry. Yep.
1: Ghostbusters.
2: Which is another reason yep.
0: you should watch Over the Garden Wall, Tim Curry does voice acting in one of the episodes. I I put it on my list. Mine's not a did. physical remote. It's on my phone, but it's on there. The fact that I got you to consider some animation. I'll take I mean, it. I mean, I watch I just not. I watch my own types of animation. Valid. I do enjoy Ghostbusters, although I can't remember, I haven't, like, actually sat down and watched that movie in, like, a hot minute.
1: Saw it once when I was a kid, but the, the, this is probably the most I can contribute to this conversation, so.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Ghostbusters, I've seen it so many times. Um, every time I watch it now, I just say the lines along with them. I only on i by myself, because I don't want to annoy other people, but I just say the every line as I say it. Um, my brother, who's a year older than I am, was like really into Ghostbusters because we were kind of peak age like really little well the first one came out in 84 that was the year he was born but he had like the full-on original like proton pack and the little ghost catcher so like at the time the sequels were coming out y'all were prime age for the Ghostbusters craze yeah he
2: he used to tell my mom
0: that when he grew up he was going to be a real Ghostbuster oh my god I mean, because he was, I think, like, five when the second one came out, because I think it was, like, 89 or something like that. Oh, that's wonderful. I love that. Yeah. I gotta say, Goonies isn't quite a Halloween movie, but it does feel right to watch it around Halloween. It's another one I quote verbatim. It's just a vibe, you know? And I'm, like, searching my shelf here for... Yeah. Yeah. More I feel Halloween. like there's a lot of those kind of movies that aren't necessarily, like, Halloween-specific, but just... Like, I feel like the entirety of Stranger Things, like, even though some mm-hmm. of the episodes, like, take place, like, on Christmas, I think. Like, it, the Halloween vibes just through the roof. I was thinking about, like, What We Do in the Shadows. I rewatched that the other night, and that's I actually of... referenced in the next question. Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. Definitely I... On the, like movies
2: of all time i love, love taika
0: waititi i love that movie so much taika waititi is my favorite part about that movie closely followed by Jermaine clement i love him i love everyone in that movie what am i talking about yeah he's ugh, that movie's so much that's another group activity we're gonna have to do regardless of whether or not it's halloween we gotta watch cabin in the woods and we gotta watch what we do in the shadows yeah, in the T V series, it's into season three now and it's like one of the best TV shows and practically nobody has ever heard of it, which I don't understand. I I, I will get I'm that's one of the ones I'm planning to get on ASAP. Oh, good. I I good. will get there. I just gotta finish my um rewatch of the third season of Twin Peaks first. Taika Waititi does uh pop up a few times in the series. Kind of here and there. Jimmy Clemon He's in a couple episodes too. So there's a bunch of cameos. Good. I will take it but speaking of vampires why do people act like Twilight invented the concept of the sexy vampire I think it is because you know when the book came out it got so popular with a particular segment of like preteen and teen girls Mm -hmm. and they didn't know anything about vampires that came before like they never watched interview with a vampire or, you know. and like yeah. as much as okay. twilight is an incredibly problematic like depiction of like romance i'm not here to shame teenage girls for yeah. you know enjoy like you know for latching on to twilight as a piece of media like i was one of them and yeah. honestly i am kind of having fun with the whole like twilight renaissance where everyone acknowledges that there's so many problems with it but also let's rewatch the movies for nostalgia so yeah. like i mean, books
2: over
0: there yeah completely <laughs> fine by me not here to shame anyone for liking twilight i just personally think like and this is kind of i'm kind of just mashing the question like the first and second parts of this question into one now like i think the like kind of like the classic vampire is just a much like cooler concept i think like i don't know why so much of it had to change like it's already like kind of hot
1: are you talking opinion. like the, uh,
0: like the dracula transylvanian kind of stereotypical old thing? yeah like forever young guy lives in a castle and like has a bunch of money and bites people on the neck and dress is really nice i'm like kind of here for it i think that's a lot more fun than the ooh sparkly yeah i mean i'm, I'm on the side of what we do in the shadows vampire except like that's literally one of the examples i give like the that's like the most recent media i can think of featuring like a classic vampire yeah. and i think like that's like the whole question like Twilight vampires versus, like, the classic vampires. Who's, like, who's actually cooler slash sexier slash scarier? Classic vampires all the way. What's the, um, how did you describe what we do in the shadows? Uh, was it that tweet I sent you? I think so. Oh, it was, like, what we do in the shadows, like, change the face of the vampire genre by asking one question. What if they were fucking stupid? Cause it's true. It's just vampire roommates. Yeah, know, like it's like... every single like scary thing about classic vampire, like the classic notion of the vampire, like them like murdering people and doing all this like you know kind of like pretty terrifying stuff, but also they are idiots who fight over doing the dishes, uh-huh. and I think that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're idiots. Um, but it definitely fits into that classic conception, which I, d- um, I really like because of the like it takes the entire like classic idea and takes away the one part where they're very like kind of like suave and dignified, but keeps everything else and it just makes it so fun. Again, I I adore that movie with with all of my being and I am very excited to actually start yeah. watching the show sometime in the very near future. God. It's. I'm, it's I'm all on it and I, I hate watching week to week because then I have to wait. Yeah, no, it is. It is frustrating. <laughs> they had in the the most recent episode, it started with one of the vampires having a Zoom call with Scott Bakula, <clears throat> because he got confused, <laughs> thought he was a vampire because Bakula Dracula. I like it. You know Scott Bakula, he's an actor. Incredible. He was a Thank captain it. on Star Trek Enterprise. Also, Quantum Leap. Yeah, no, I I love what we do in The Shadows. I love that movie so much. Literally my favorite. (laughs) My favorite thing in that movie is when the one guy's, like, setting up the Facebook, and he's like, or we could poke her, and then the camera just slowly zooms in on Vladislav. That just absolutely kills me. I love that movie so much. Yeah. That's definitely one of my favorites.
2: One time I showed my
0: sister that movie, and she had the audacity to not like it. Your sister's taste is questionable. We've established this. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Claire. (laughs) I don't know if she watches this. Oh my god, are are you kidding me? Of course she doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Or listens to it. She's my sister. Why would she want to listen to slash watch me talk any more than she absolutely has to? That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, no. The sort of the classic Dracula, Interview with the Vampire, What We Do in the Shadows. They win in pretty much every category for me. Yep. yep. It checks the boxes, I think, because you get the classic elements, but then you also get the comedy and sort of the unique angle on things. Yeah. Um, Taika Waititi is a treasure. Love him. Love that man. And I would like him to continue producing movies to infinity. Correct. Jojo Rabbit, such a good movie. You know, it's good when you laugh hysterically and like actually start sobbing within the span nice. of like, the same hour. Yep. Beautiful. We love to see it. Yeah, so not really a Halloween movie necessarily, but you know, I haven't watched it. We we watched it together. It was the last time I watched it. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Zach, I feel like we're we're really shutting you out of this conversation. I'm sorry.
2: No.
1: I feel like I, in this episode, what Brooks was to the Beatles episode, like.
0: We're all just (laughs) rotating off of being, like, support cast member. Yeah, Yeah, so the next episode, Zach and I are going to talk about running. Okay.
1: Yes, we absolutely are.
0: I will make the occasional comment, because cycling is also (laughs) cardio that involves your legs. That is true.
1: Oh, absolutely. And, and honestly, it's probably better for you than running, anyways, because you don't blow out your knees. Yeah. <laughs> so.
0: Fair enough. Every time I have to take a break from running because I'm injured, I use my bike.
1: Yeah.
0: We stand. What's everyone's favorite Halloween candy?
1: Oh, I, I I can participate in this one. Okay.
0: But cool. no, go ahead. I'm um, at it. <laughs> at oh, no, it's with the plastic. Either one of you.
1: No, no, means, no, go ahead. I'm oh, no, go a- ahead.
0: I'm, I'm just eating candy.
1: I'm um, I'm trying to think of candy.
0: I, I love really that some freaking Reese's. I love a peanut butter cup.
1: Ooh, I can kind of relate to that, because there's this, like, chocolate company called Justin's, and they make, like, a vegan peanut butter cup that is very good.
0: Yeah, they have those at Starbucks uh, sometimes.
1: Yes, yes um so yes i do love a good peanut butter cup not the one you get on halloween but it tastes pretty much the same
0: yes no i i absolutely love a good peanut butter cup delicious i'm a like
1: love- oh yeah oh no i was just talking about snickers like those were kind of
0: good stuff <laughs> <made me> <laughs> I feel like it's just a question of, like, what's your favorite candy, because, of, like, they're not Halloween-specific. Like, I true. was trying to think of one, like, because I know at Easter, for example, like, Cadbury eggs,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: mm-hmm. the Reese's Peanut Butter Egg, like, those are Easter-specific candies.
2: They have I the pumpkin-shaped
0: peanut butter cups. And yet, they're not the same as the egg ones.
1: No, they're not.
0: They don't taste but the same. But definitely...
1: I don't know, there's definitely some... Like... I like Sour Patch Kids.
0: Ooh, I love a good but, Sour Patch Kids.
1: But I don't think of them as, like, Halloween candy. Because, mm-hmm. like, they aren't easily, like,
0: I mean, this is essentially, like, what candy were you most excited to find in your trick-or-treat mm-hmm. bag? Yeah. Like... Anything. Uh, Twix bars. Yeah. Oh, I love Twix. Yep. Because, like, it's yeah. all just, like, any candy you can get at, like, a grocery store checkout line. Just small. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, oh my one god, one. I love a Twix. Twix, yeah. My sister, my sister was big into the Kit Kat bars. She was out like that, like you know, you know when you would like sit in the circle with all your friends and like trade candy. Yeah. Anytime someone was trying to get rid of a Kit Kat, she like give it to me.
2: I, I do like love a I Kit Kat.
0: Them, I always ate the chocolate from around them, and then ate the wafers and layers. <clears throat> Interesting. Interesting. I have never tried that mm. and I don't think I would have the patience for it. No, I kinda still do it. You know, weird habits to carry through. Oh, when I was a kid, I was always excited to get any form of like bubblegum. Mm.
1: I was never a bubblegum person.
0: Ooh. I was I was very much here for like the just like the like pink sugary crap as a child. Loved it. That yeah, it was all chocolate.
1: I think that lollipops are an underrated candy. Yeah. They definitely, like, they last a while. Yeah,
0: they do. They do come They're in, also very
1: versatile in what they can be. It's. I love the Tootsie pop. Okay, yeah. unpopular
0: opinion. Yes. I love the chocolate Tootsie Pop so much. T- I love it. I, I, I
1: feel like, unless the law of Pop is like root beer, and even that's kind of pushing it, it's got to be fruit.
0: I, l- like, and that's the only, like, the only time I will have anything that, like, any kind of lollipop that isn't, like, a fruit flavor is the chocolate-flavored currency yeah. pop. That is the only instance, but, God, do I love them. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. I-, I learned later in life that that was an unpopular opinion, and I was just like, what? <laughs> Man, I do miss that feeling, though, like, as a kid, when you would come back from trick-or-treating, and you just oh have your haul, And then you get to. It down and dump it on the ground or on a table or something, and then just take stock of the your smoke. money. I would pay to experience that kind of happiness again. I, mean, I don't know about you, but my parents always insisted on looking through it before I could eat any you know, checking it to make sure it was safe. I was a kidney, oh,
1: parents... we
0: quite that paranoid, but also I kind of live, I grew up in suburbia essentially. Well there was a there was a big scare like when I was a kid with like finding razor blades and stuff and candy. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, the thing that's kind of been around for a while but there was a particular like instances. I love how every yeah. year they're like oh people are giving away like people are like like edibles that are candy. I'm like no one.
1: No one is giving away drugs. No
0: one is doing <laughs> that. That's not
1: the money is doing
0: that is just is just a re like they are just looking to manufacture a moral panic no one is doing that yeah the fun of dumping out your candy and then negotiating with a sibling yeah yep or like the group of friends that you went trick-or-treating with oh my god you know what else slapped when you were like in grade school and you got to dress up at school yeah god that was the best it was darth vader for I... halloween in third grade and i had the time of my life
1: my mom made me this invisible man costume that was literally a series of like pipes jerry rigs to hold a trench coat over my head and then it had like a hat i'll find pictures there's somewhere but that's like,
0: amazing
1: a... yeah Um, yeah, it was very cool. I, I, I did, I I took it to school and I did need help because I could not see, like, a damn thing out of that. But, yeah, so, like, literally, like, one, like, the teacher's aide was, like, making sure I didn't, like, go tumbling down the stairs, but other than that, it was (laughs) very cool.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. Like, that's, like, that's, like, that's, like, cosplay level. Yeah. Type shit there. Yeah. Like, I could see someone walking around, like, New York City Comic-Con in like, an adult-sized version of that. That's pretty baller.
1: Oh, I was also by by far the tallest, like, fifth grader there because this thing was, you know...
0: Yeah, that'll do it.
1: Yeah.
0: That will do it. Also, Zach, my United States House of Representatives cup, has become my default desk water cup.
1: I love that.
0: So she's getting use good okay do we have anything else to say about Halloween candy and slash or the amazing experience of Halloween as a child that I would honestly give anything to experience one more time do Halloween just doesn't measure up uh, I do mm-hmm. like college Halloween was kind of fun
1: the only plus side mm-hmm. about Halloween compared to Halloween like with college is you get to add alcohol yeah
0: Also, um, the most memorable time I went out on Halloween in college, I was dressed as Post Malone, and we went to a bunch of the frats, and every time a Post Malone song would come on, everyone would just be like, hey, it's Posty! And I was just like, yeah! So I enjoyed myself there. I feel like college is the exception to the rule, because that's when you live in very close proximity to a large number of your peers that you know beyond that no <laughs> like I, I go to halloween parties here and there and it's just like all people in their 30s sipping scotch and just being lame and i'm like man i hope these people have a cat so i can have something <laughs> that's, so that's I, way
1: too relatable
0: how, like whenever i halloween like world. actually like permanently live in a neighborhood, I am gonna be the house that throws the massive Halloween party that, like, invites the entire block and you have to come in costumes and there'll be, like, themed cocktails and crazy decorations because if we haven't established this already which we most certainly have Halloween is my favorite holiday and I intend to go all out for the rest of my life yeah yeah (laughs) yeah. <laughs> I feel like i just reached a point where i'm just like i'm just tired i've had a decent number of halloweens i've been to different parties i've done the drinking thing you know worn a bunch of different costumes i'm just kind of you know, i feel like it. part of it has to do with the fact that i'm also like a like a cosplay person yeah because yeah. i get a lot of satisfaction yeah. out yeah. of yeah. like for example this like i get a lot of satisfaction of like putting together costumes and like trying to make it like you know screen accurate and getting the makeup right and I find it very satisfying when I put a lot of effort if it's for Halloween or if it's for a convention like when I like put a lot of time and effort and money sometimes into like making a really good costume and then people are like like, yeah that's awesome or like can I take a picture with you I'm like god yes validate me (laughs) so as a person who gets a lot of satisfaction out of putting costumes together Yeah. Like I said, I spent my lap, the last Halloween party I went to, I spent the whole time with the cat sleeping in my lap. That's delightful. Yeah. Yeah. They seem to know. Like, I just sat down and the cat was like, oh, good, a person that likes cats, and just came over and curled up and went to sleep. They can always tell cat people, and they can always tell not cat people. Yeah.
1: Mm Because then they
0: go up to the not cat person, and they're like, just like, in their face. The Void slumbers. Oh, The Void. It's love her. her. Can't wait to see her again. She's so cute. I can't I can't stand it. I can't wait to see her again so I can finally, like, actually earn her trust. Oh, yeah, she's scared of everything. Please Just love everything. me. Oh, Zach, you haven't heard this story, but this is kind of oh. funny. Her cat, yeah. Nick's back there, the black cat. Um, little scaredy baby. Not, not, you know wasn't crazy about me being in her house um but then i woke and like kind of like wouldn't really come all that close to me but i was sleeping on the couch and i woke up and her just like entire face was in my ear just i was like okay you won't come near me during the day but you will yeah. violate me like that at 3 a.m and she gets like real. Oh really up in your business and by you i mean me i guess because it's really just me that she does it too but like I mean, she, it, she it has, has to... happened to me i do know she doesn't understand personal space she doesn't uh, doesn't have any boundaries nope we've been working on it <laughs> it's, not, it's not helping <laughs> i mean don't work on it who cares well i i've tried to explain to her she can't lay on my face like okay yeah that's that to... a bit much you. you do need to breathe yeah that, that's oh, the void awakens. Yeah. She is the ancient Greek goddess of night. Oh, love her. So we have our final question for mm-hmm. our wonderful Halloween episode. How do we feel about the fact that we've ever that we've never actually heard the monster mash? We've just heard a song describing what happens when a bunch of creatures hear the monster mash. Yeah, I mean, this is something I've thought about. (laughs) What is the Monster Mash? I would like to know. Yeah, because it it makes me think of, like, you know, Time Warp. They tell you how to do the dance. They do. And that's the fun of it, right? It's it's super easy. It's just a jump to the left. And then a step to the right. (laughs) That's another Halloween movie. (laughs) It's not necessarily (laughs) Halloween. Rocky Horror Picture Show. (laughs) It's not... (laughs) We definitely did. It is not explicitly a Halloween movie, but God, the Halloween vibes are immaculate. Uh, yeah. yeah, It's on Hulu right now, and it keeps popping up on the main page, and I keep needing to, yeah, to watch I it. I have. Uh, they're doing uh, Rocky Horror at a local theater on like the 25th or something, and I will most certainly be going. I'm very excited. You have to start a new list of things that we all have to watch together. I know. Okay. We have to go to. We have to go to one together. To Rocky Horror, yeah, and we're all dressing up. That's non-negotiable. God, it's so much work. You can be as covered as you like, but you are wearing a costume. You make my costume, and I'll wear it. Done. <laughs> work it. Yeah. It's work that I don't want to do. I don't care about wearing stuff because <laughs> I'm going to be uh, Janet, right? Yeah. I, I will. Fi- I will find a pink dress for you. Yeah, my hair's not the right color, but I'm not wearing a wig, so. You just just need clips, it's fine. I will literally put in all the effort just to get a cool, like, group costume photo. Am I a little insane? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever seen, uh, Rocky Horror, Zach?
1: Nah, we were going to and we had And then the GPS
0: took us an hour and a half in the wrong direction. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, no, it was not (laughs) ideal.
1: Very close. Um, no, I remember hearing about it a few years ago at college. Keep me to watch it. Don't I don't know much about it. But... Don't
0: watch it. You have to experience it. Yeah, it definitely don't just, don't just watch it on your own time. Yeah. You definitely miss something if you don't see it in theaters in a theater with a shadow cast. Once you see it though, then watch it because then you'll hear all the jokes that you missed while people were screaming. That's
1: true. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah.
0: I assume you 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 have explained what the what the showings are like, or were you going to leave it a surprise? Did we ever discuss that? Oh, no. um, there's a lot of people dressed up. There's a lot of people throwing things. There's a lot of people screaming. It's a, it's a, okay. it's an absolutely immaculate time.
1: Okay. Interesting.
0: <laughs> it's, usually, it's usually a shadow cast yeah so there's people like acting out the movie on a stage as the movie is like playing up on screen it's delightful we go out in the audience i had um this gigantic dude who was playing um frank come and like lay across my lap one time time. yeah it was uh very unnerving because he he was very (laughs) large like just like he was built like a he's just built like a giant
1: how many people does it take to reenact it and a minimum.
0: Maybe like... seven? Eight. Seven okay. or eight, yeah. Okay. And then, I mean, you can have supporting cast ensemble.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I would say eight minimum. Yeah, that okay. seems fair.
1: I have an idea of what, what this would be like.
0: Yeah. It's well, and cool. there's... It's just one of those things where when it originally came out, like, it was a flop. Like, okay. it did not do well, but they noticed that there was a dedicated fan base that kept coming back to see it, like, week after week.
1: It's a cult film. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 So it's a record for longest theatrical run of any movie, because it has been playing in theaters nonstop since the 70s. Yeah. I actually use that as an example of a cult following in classes, um, because... As it's been shown over the years, like this whole culture has built up around it in, in terms of like what you shout at the screen and when and what you throw. And um, I know the showings that I go to sell like prop bags for like a dollar or two yep. for the things you throw at the screen. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to bring your own, you can bring your own throw in supplies, but. And actually, one of the places that I went to like had something specific to just that location. I don't know if they do it anymore because the theater changed ownership. Not relevant, but it was a th- it was a local theater called the Madison. And there's that bit in the oh, yeah. movie where, yeah. where he's like say any of you guys know how to madison so he'd always be like "Where the madison i was like nice
1: okay yeah, now we're just thinking about madison enough.
0: good stuff very
1: happy saint rose anyways yeah that's the part that i could relate to was the theater not we, dig all it. Yeah, no.
0: we all have to we all have to watch what we do in the shadows and cabin in the woods and we all have to go to an actual showing of the rocky horror picture show together non-negotiable Is a pandemic i haven't been in like a couple years i went to one sometime over the summer and like you had to have like proof of vaccination and everything so like you know good safety practices in place and it was delightful. And I think, actually, Zach, you'll know that it was the Palace Theatre in Albany. And it was, yeah, like, yeah. their, like, official reopening after, like, a year or something. The first thing that they had back in that theatre was the Rocky Horror Picture Show. It was just, like, nice. The theatre I used to go to closed during the pandemic. Like, permanently closed. Oh, Which is unfortunate. It's, like, the longest-running theatre in the area. I forget how long. It's, like, really old. Um. That's and it was, sucks. like, run down, like, there were all these, like, roped-off seats that were broken that they never bothered to fix. They had four theater cats that were just roaming around. One of them had one eye. Oh, my God, yes. Like, you know yeah, what bothered it was, me? Why did they never do the Rocky Horror Picture yeah. Show at the Riviera and Geneseo? I don't know. That really would have been such a great venue for it. Yeah. There was this little independent theater in the town where i went to college right on main street and it had like the perfect kind of like because they had like local music play there sometimes so it had the perfect Mm kind of like stage that had a big screen right behind it for exactly that kind of event i don't know why they never did it and there was like a revolving door of college kids who most certainly would have been like into that yeah although a good shadow cast is rare like Like, I know around here, they often have to get one down from Buffalo or something. There is one local group, but... There's a local one here, and they're, like, they're pretty good. I'm a fan. Yeah. But the Time Warp, (laughs) just how we got on this, right, that's a song where it's it's about a dance, but they tell you how to do the dance in the song. Kind of like the Cha-Cha Slide, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. But with the Monster Mash, it's like, yeah, it's all description, but they don't tell you what to do. I I actually quote it, there for scrutinizing them, just in case I miss something. Yeah, I want to know what it is. One, I want to know what we do. And two, I want to know what the song is. Yeah. That's they're describing is what happens when the song plays. I assume it involves the the mashed potato.
2: Oh, perhaps.
0: Or the kind of the Charleston moves. Hmm. One of the dances in, I can actually do. I do know how to Charleston. In, in my intense studying of the lyrics earlier, I noticed another thing that was troubling to me. Do tell. Because there's a line about Dracula that, um, I'll just read the relevant bit. He opened the lid and shook his fist and said, whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? So there's another dance. There's too many dances in- that we don't know. And songs that, that we, we aren't hearing we described within one song. I don't like it. Now we don't know the Monster Mash, and we don't know the Transylvania Twist. I mean, I'm not going to say the song Monster Mash that we have. Like, it does bop. Like, I hear that at a Halloween party. I'm definitely going to, you know, shimmy a little bit. But, like, I want to know. I want to know what's going on within the song. I feel like things are being kept for us, and I don't love it.
1: You could make one.
0: I could, but I have no songwriting skill whatsoever and i also can't really play an instrument as much as i try
1: i can sort of play that guitar if you want to set the tune of the song to any handful of black sabbath song <laughs> then 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 we're good <laughs> That
0: would be a copyright thing but it's fine we're too small for them to care about copyright yeah just thought of a movie i forgot to mention earlier Young Frankenstein. Oh, yes! Oh my God, I love Young Frankenstein. That's such a great movie. I have the lyrics up over here, and it has uh, Igor in it, or Igor in I- it. Or... And so I was thinking, of, that's that's a good one to watch this time of year. That's a great. I'm, nope. I, that that will also be featured in my Halloween movie binge. Yeah, Mel Brooks is always appropriate, but that movie at this time of year it just has the right vibe. Oh, I love that movie. Also. You know about this, the amount of times that I've tried to reference that movie in conversation. Whenever someone says, could be worse, I always think of the scene where they're digging the grave. And he's like, oh, what a disgusting job. And Igor goes, could be worse. Could be rainin." And then immediate thunderclap downpour. And every time someone says, could be worse, I always say, could be rainin," And no one knows what I'm talking about. I feel like that happens to me a lot, where I just offhandedly quote things, and people have learned to just not, like, acknowledge it. You used to say most excellent in class all the time, and I think I was one of the only people that ever noticed it. Like, I'm sure other people had seen that movie, but they just, like, weren't paying attention. Yep. I I still say excellent all the time. As you should. I love Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Great movie. But, like, um, with, like, Young Frankenstein, for example, if somebody asks, like, where'd that thing go? Sometimes I'll say, what hump? And they don't know what (laughs) I'm (laughs) saying. And they just learn- people learn to ignore me, because I'm randomly quoting things all the time, and they don't, like- Yeah, no. I always say, could be right Yeah. And I don't think anyone has ever gotten it. I mean, you have, but I think I had to point it out. You get it now. Which I- it's greatly appreciated. I love Mel Brooks yeah yeah what a king i don't know there are a few movies i've seen more than spaceballs yeah i need to like make a concentrated effort to actually like sit down and watch every mel Brooks movie because the ones i've seen have been absolute delights but i haven't like sat down and checked everything off of a list yet although i can't find history of the world part one anywhere interesting hmm i love the producers because that's a hilarious movie, and they also made it into a FANTASTIC Broadway musical. Yes, yes, with, um, which what's his face like, Nathan, like, Nathan Lane? Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick! Clark. But that's, like, one of the most appropriate movies I could possibly think to turn into a musical. Because, like, you know, the whole concept, just, like, obviously. I feel like this has devolved into Sarah and Bridget talk about movies they enjoy. Yeah, sorry, Zach! <laughs> I'm always
1: happy to listen. No, this is just giving me ideas. We love, to, we love
0: so to see it. To it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so easy to get caught up in it stuff. You, you know that feeling where you're, like, caught up in something and you know you should stop yourself, but it's like you can't? But then you don't.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah and it's like, I know I should stop talking about this, but, you know. But I have and one more like, point, and yeah. then the one more point yeah. always turns into one more point. Yeah. But that just, is, like... <laughs> That is the end of our questions for our, um, funky, fresh, spooky season episode. Any fun concluding thoughts that we'd like to share about just- Oh, more cats. My cat transformed. <gasps> magic. It's oh. now a Torby. <laughs> Halloween cat magic. We love to see it. Yeah, you have, like, a permanent living Halloween decoration in your house.
1: hmm Oh, we, we have you? a black cat back at home. I
0: love black cats. I want a black cat. And not just for Halloween reasons. I just I just like black cats. I feel like except for Luna here, um, my pets are very Halloween themed because I have a black cat and an orange snake. Oh my so god, in the of the yeah. Yeah. That's and they're 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 inseparable, by which I mean I can't keep Nix away from her. Really. But <laughs> She just wants to watch. <laughs> I guess yeah, I guess having a snake is a pretty pretty halloween type pet if it's warm enough on a halloween i might bring her out for a little while so that, like the trick-or-treaters can see her and stuff i feel like that would also go kind of decently with the costume vague sandworm vibes even though she's not striped you better hope you don't run into uh for lack of a better term a karen i mean That's- i'm on my property yeah I just see that as being some kind of thing like some parent freaking out because of the prejudice against snakes you know yeah this is true which you know is some BS yeah but anyway yeah spooky season this was delightful thank you guys for dressing up I appreciate you attempting to share my enthusiasm because I know I go way overboard for Halloween (laughs) Efforts were made. This is one of, like, three costumes I own, so... The fact that efforts were made at all makes me very happy. So thank you, guys. This was this was absolutely delightful. And, and I hope yeah. that when this comes out, which will be right before Halloween, everyone enjoys it and also has a great time on the actual holiday. And, oh, a uh, thing I should announce now. We are skipping the, um... Not the next stream. So we're gonna be talking about episode 2 on stream, and then we're gonna take a week off, because Halloween is Sunday, and I assume people will be doing things. Not just us, but people who might otherwise be watching us at that time. So we'll be off for Halloween, and then the week after that, the Sunday after Halloween, we will resume with episode 3 of Squid Game. So, putting that out there, and also uh, update that on our Twitch stream schedule on probably give a little twitter update on the actual day just to keep things straight but i think i think that's all of our kind of announcement type things and also next episode we're gonna have a guest for y'all at long last which should be very fun because it's been a red hot minute since we have since we brought on someone who's not an official host yeah so things to look forward to All right, we will see y'all next week. Happy Halloween, everybody! Happy
1: Halloween! Happy Halloween!
0: This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly, Zach Calderon, and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at bridgetkelly 98 at Zach Calderon, and at And Sarah Said. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature or consider donating to our Patreon. Thanks for listening.
2: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen